just like last week, there was things that um, we adjusted. It's good to get work like we did today. weren't great conditions either, so you try to prepare yourselves. Yeah, we know it'll be tough weather conditions, but I think that's one of the many pluses of playing in Pittsburgh is we start to get a dose of that in October or so. But we, we know it's gonna, quite a tough place to play, and I've been up there a few times over the last few years, and we know, we know it's, a, it's a great but challenging venue to play in. Tough might be an understatement on the conditions in Buffalo this week. And it's not just that you got to go up against the Bills Mafia and the Buffalo Bills, of course, with Josh Allen, who goes into every season as a perennial MVP candidate. Most touchdowns of anybody this season, second most turnovers of anybody as well. Austin Bechtold with you. It's the Fanroy Morning Show. Football Friday, playoff edition. First off, it's just great to be able to have another week to talk Steelers. And another game to be able to indulge in. It makes it easier to go through these cold days and the beginning of a new year. And man, Buffalo is about to get hit with a big storm. Potentially winds up to 50 miles per hour. We had Todd Santos, a meteorologist from Buffalo on the Cook and Joe show yesterday. And he explained to us how potentially, depending on what the conditions are and everything, the game is going to still stay in Buffalo. He's not hearing anything differently. Now, Marty Griffin on KDK AM, his boys heard to potentially get get ready in Cleveland for the stadium there. And Andrew Filipponi, Chris Muller reiterated that on their show, Pony and Muller. But lots of reports, Steelers spokesperson coming out and saying that not the case. They're going to be playing in Buffalo, so... Who do you want to believe? What do you want to believe? The game will be played in Buffalo unless for very different underlining circumstances depending on what the weather is. If it is made that it's just in a big safety concern that Buffalo cannot hold the game, it probably would be moved, but we're not even going to go there. The conditions can greatly affect this game. And it's more of a detriment than a help to the Buffalo Bills. There's a couple of ways that you can look at it. The Bills are a team, love to throw the football, love to take deep shots, love to be explosive. Gabe Davis is banged up. Will he play? Will he not play? We'll see. Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, it's been weird. It's been a very odd circumstance between those two. Their relationship, maybe a little bit rocky compared to the past. Everyone remembers the picture of Stefan Diggs in Kansas City. Confetti flying, championship podium out. Stefan Diggs, hands on his helmet, watching the ceremony in pretty much disgust. Or just frustration. Really upset. Ever since then, the Bills have been chasing. They've been chasing to get back to being a team like this. Two seed. Well, they've been good. They've had opportunities in the playoffs. But that 13 seconds by Patrick Mahomes, all it took, tied up, overtime. There they went. That was enough to start this trend of where Buffalo now is in a position where if they don't succeed, the contracts are going to continue to be an issue in terms of what they're going to what they're paying Josh Allen. How much are they going to be able to pay other guys? 
They had the situation earlier this year with Vaughn Miller. But the relationship between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen is a little weird. And Allen's going to push the ball downfield, but if you're in a 30-mile-per-hour windstorm, how much are you going to even be able to throw it? Even though he does have a cannon for an arm, can sling it past anything, he could probably throw it into a toaster oven if you gave him the opportunity and the challenge. Josh Allen is that good. Now, accuracy has been a concern, but he's really worked on it and has played well, as well as Mason Rudolph has played well. But the way the Steelers could benefit from this is if it becomes a completely dominant run game for the Steelers behind Najee Harris, behind Jalen Warren, and others. Now, the other way that you could look at it is if Buffalo does get that opportunity to stretch the ball down the field and the wins aren't that big of an issue, Josh Allen might just turn it over a couple times. There's a good chance he's going to fumble as well. He's had about 22 turnovers on this season. So it's a ton of turnovers. And the Steelers are probably going to get a couple. Just naturally, because Josh Allen is so careless with the football, he turns the ball over on average once per game. It happens. It's going to happen. Now, what's going to be so important is how the Steelers are able to, A, take advantage of it, and B, adapt and adjust to anything thrown their way. It's that simple. It's a lot easier said than done, obviously. But there are plenty of opportunities for the Steelers to be able to get this job done. I'm not as optimistic as a lot of other people are. Mark Cabali saying 76% chance. Doran thinks they're going to win. I'm not as optimistic just because of how good Josh Allen is. If the Bills win this game, I think they can go to the Super Bowl. They'll beat Kansas City. Kansas City ain't going anywhere this year. I like Baltimore. I like their defense. Kyle Hamilton, top three safety in the NFL. Roquan Smith is really good. Paired with Patrick Queen is probably the best linebacking duo in the NFL. Maybe San Francisco with Fred Warner. But Baltimore's really good. Their corners are okay. Marlon Humphrey, okay. Geno Stone at safety, local guy. The Steelers are going to have plenty of opportunities in this game. Buffalo is going to give them plenty of opportunities in this game. It's how they convert. And that's the difference between Buffalo and Miami last week. That clinched the division for Buffalo. A punt return for a touchdown in the fourth quarter. If not for that, Buffalo is probably the seventh seed and the Steelers are going to Kansas City. That completely changed the momentum. It turned everything. Things have happened for Josh Allen where it hasn't just been Josh Allen. He turned the ball over plenty of times against Miami. It's also that two is not good enough to be able to keep that team in it when you're going up against Josh Allen. He's not the better quarterback. He needs all the circumstances to be ideal. Raheem Mostert, as well as Jalen Waddle were out in the game. But that's Miami battling Kansas City Saturday night. The Steelers will have some chances. They will. It's not far-fetched to believe that they have, I think it's about a 25% chance in this game. Which, when you're going to Buffalo, the weather conditions might make it 70-30. Maybe... 65, 35? Take the 10 points. Seriously, in all reality, take the 10 points. The Steelers are not going to lose 
by 14, 17. If that line stays at 10, it might just be a push. Steelers could just lose by a field goal. They could just lose by a touchdown. And given what the weather conditions are going to be because they're a big factor, I would take the Steelers with the spread. Just think about the Mac Jones game. With the swirling, swirling wind conditions when he threw, like, what, three passes? Ran ran the ball, like, 50 times in that game. Punting was terrible. A lot of three and outs. Just a horrific game. We might be in store for something like that. And it plays right into the Steelers' hands. Let Najee and Jalen Warren run. This is the best the offensive line has blocked all year. Isaac Samalo has not allowed a sack this season. This is the best Najee Harris has looked. Najee Harris looks like a first-round pick. Peaking at the right time? Najee Harris and the Steelers' offensive line. George Pickens has eh, kind of found something in the last couple of games. Didn't have a catch last week in Baltimore. Don't even think he had a target and an end around just to get the ball in his hands. It was Deontay Johnson, the big play wide receiver with that 70 or so yard touchdown on the dot thrown by Mason Rudolph. Slant route, deep slant. Basically just pitch and catch and run, run Deontay Johnson off the Mason Rudolph throw. So Mason gets a chance to start in the playoffs. Pretty excited. I'm very excited, very grateful for the opportunity that I was given a few weeks back. And so, I, I mean, I understand that it's it's a playoff game. And there's there's a little bit, quite a bit more hoopla, I guess, uh, that comes with that. But we're going to stay in our lane of preparation that, we, that we've stayed in and carried out the last few weeks and execute and have a good week of prep. Oh, all the hoopla. It's turned away from Mason Rudolph. Now, if I would have said week one, even training camp, even training camp, that Mason Rudolph would save the Steelers' season, win three games in a row, after it looked like it would be Mike Tomlin's first losing season in Pittsburgh, and then go into the playoffs with a chance to be not just a seventh seed, but the sixth seed, and if it wasn't for Miami not holding on, they would be the sixth seed, but the Steelers are the seven, going to Buffalo, three-game winning streak. Out of all the playoff teams in the AFC, only the Buffalo Bills have a better winning streak at five. You would have said I was nuts and maybe be more surprised if my head was sewn to the carpet. National Lampoon's Christmas vacation reference there, Crowley. Yeah, you got it now. Everybody would be stunned. What would the odds have been for that? What's the line? Mason Rudolph takes the Steelers to the playoffs, wins three games in a row to close it out. And this team finishes 10-7. and seven. That would have been, what, plus 1,000? Maybe more. The odds of that would have been ridiculous. Yeah, maybe plus 2,000. Whatever. No one would have believed it if I said it. Very unlikely to be the case. But Mason Rudolph and Mike Tomlin. Mason Rudolph has saved the season for Mike Tomlin. Who has gotten so much flack, so much hate. Has been ridiculed. I think we all agree he's a good coach, right? And I want your thoughts. 412-928-9370. 412-928-9370. It's the fan early morning show for the Average Joe presented by CGR Wholesale where the Average Joe buys like a pro. It's CGR Wholesale. Good for Tomlin. And Adam Schefter saying that maybe he takes a year off. We've had a lot of people that have come on including 
our good friend Mark Caballi, that said that it would kill Mike Tomlin to not coach for a year, to not be out there. I kind of agree with that. Now, maybe if he goes into a studio role, he kind of still gets his football fix. But this team has done well down the stretch, and Tomlin has done a good job. You can still say that and still agree that it's gotten stale and things need to change and Tomlin has to move on. Both things can be true because you can't forget the overall body of work. But this is a, this is a playoff show. It's all about the game. Troy Polamalu went to the defense of Mike Tomlin. Honestly, I, I think uh, Coach Tomlin is one of the greatest coaches in the NFL history. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame coach. Absolutely, I think the talk is crazy for him, for for people to consider or think that that he wouldn't be our coach next year. I think uh, it would be a, um, terrible for him not to be. I always wonder what Troy's relationship is with the Steelers. You know, you really don't see him around at alumni events. He's you know Hall. Of, he's in the Hall of Fame. You want to see him around for Hall of Honor events and Steelers alumni events. And I mean, take Troy to training camp. He's a star. Troy is one of the most recognizable and memorable players in Steelers history. When you think of the Steelers guys that you just remember with one name, Troy, Ben, Jerome, Mean Joe, Franco, Bradshaw, Swan, Stallworth. You know exactly who we're talking about. No context needed. Troy's one of those guys. His opinion means a lot. It matters. I agree with a lot of what he said in the first part of that. And it is good to see Troy taking the backing of his coach, who's done a good job the last couple of games. But again, both things can be true. Do you think that the Steelers can win? 412-928-9370. Advantage on the offensive side of the ball. Let's go through it. Buffalo has it at quarterback with Josh Allen. There's no doubt about that. Mason Rudolph has played very well. Now, I think Mason Rudolph, compared to Kenny Pickett, has narrowed the gap of what it needs to be. Now, it's very difficult to be able to get close to Josh Allen because he's a top-five quarterback in the NFL, probably a top-three. In terms of the AFC playoffs, I'd go Mahomes, Allen, Lamar. He's a challenge. Very hard to go up against. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes as well. They face the Dolphins just because of how good he is. I know the offense is crap, but it's Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't lost a home playoff game yet. Now, when they go to Buffalo, I think they lose to the Bills. But that's not here nor there. That's if the Bills advance. Because the Steelers have a good shot. Plus 10 is kind of disrespect from Vegas to Mike Tomlin. All the national love for Mike Tomlin, that's a little bit of disrespect. It's also no love for Mason Rudolph, which I get it. He's the backup quarterback. We've seen, saw Colin Cowherd, Jason McIntyre giving no respect whatsoever to the Steelers. And Mason Rudolph thinking that this is going to be a blowout. Now the weather conditions again. They're going to play a factor. 412-928-9370. Much more coming up. The weather in Buffalo. Todd Santos, the meteorologist there at Channel 4, told us it's going to be cold, freezing. Temperatures with the wind chill. The, the real feel is going to be at 5, maybe 10 It's going to be absolutely freezing. But in the great city of Pittsburgh, 30 degrees, high of 45 today. 
There is a chance of a rain-snow mix, probably rain, later on as we go into the evening, starting at about 6 o'clock through the 11 o'clock hour and potentially picking up overnight. Wind gusts as well going into Saturday with a high of 45 and a low of 27 degrees. On Sunday, 27 degrees, the low of 14 for Buffalo, New York. Because, again, it's going to be such a factor. Sunday, 28 degrees, a low of 19, but the wind is going to play a significant factor. At game time, 22 degrees, wind gusts, again, could be between 20 to 30 miles per hour. There's also a chance for snow. Want your thoughts, 412-928-9370. What do you think of the Steelers' chances in Buffalo? I give it about a 25% chance. Ah, I'm about a 30. Let's go 30% chance that the Steelers can pull it off. The weather can play into the Steelers' hands. Josh Allen turning the ball over can play into the Steelers' hands. But it also could be that Josh Allen still can throw that football right through the wind, cut through it. And unless the winds are swirling like that game, between the Bills, I think it was the Bills in New England. Who knows what can happen? 412-928-9370. Back in a moment. It's the Fanoy Morning Show. Pittsburgh's one of the very best in turnover differential in the league this year. In playoff football, cold weather, protecting the football, number one, controlling field position, number two. Number three, what started this three-game run that they're on, basically. They've been leading the league in number of uh, rushes per game. They were leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns, and then they were they were very near the top in the league in plus 25-yard explosives in the passing game produced. And they, all, and they feed off of one another. That recipe has to continue and not blink in that environment. Bill's Mafia, it really is one of these tests for Pittsburgh that kind of plays right into their hands because this is a team that has a lot of resolve, a lot of, they don't hear a lot of, noise even when th- when things are going bad they're uniquely i think qualified to go into this kind of environment and shock some people lewis riddick gives the steelers a shot in buffalo to win it shock some people surprise a lot and potentially pull off the stunner of wild card weekend win it in buffalo and move on to face the baltimore ravens the division foe and what would be the third time Steelers and Ravens would face off this season. The Steelers, of course, 2-0 against the Ravens on the season. I'm Austin Bexold. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. Do you think that the Steelers can win in Buffalo? Do you think that they will win in Buffalo? 412-928-9370. Mike in New Salem. Mike, do the Steelers do it? So, this is my prediction. Herbig is having a game of his life. Two and a half sacks. Uh, sack, uh, strip sack. I believe Jalen Warren, Najee Harris. They're going to have two touch, two, three touchdowns. Score is going to be 24 to 7. Joey Porter Jr. will have two interceptions. And yes, they will go to Baltimore, beat Baltimore, like uh, Cleveland in the AFC Championship game. They're making a run. <sighs> Cleveland. You, you heard it here first, Mike, in New Salem. Mike, let me ask you one thing before you go. How much do you think the weather is going to be a factor in this game? Oh, it's going to be a factor, but the defense is going to be a bigger factor. I bet your bottom dollar. Appreciate the call. The one thing that I do like that he pointed out was Nick Herbig. Now, Herbig's sack numbers, of course, not too high because, one, he's a rookie. Two, he's the backup. Three, he has Golden with him. Marcus Golden and Nick Herbig, you imagine, are going to split some time. Opposite side of Alex Highsmith. Maybe rotate in another guy as well when 
Highsmith needs a breather. A breather. You might see Golden as well as Herbig on opposite sides of each other. And Golden's been a guy that's had a lot of success. High sack numbers with the Arizona Cardinals. He's a veteran, been around the block. A veteran guy who is a consistent player. Just does a good job staying in his gap when needed to. Can rush the passer, get to the quarterback. I'm not as concerned about the Steelers without TJ Watt. Now, you know the record, they're 1-10 without him. Is it concerning? Yeah. He's second on the team in tackles as well. Landon Roberts, how about that? With 101 total tackles on the season. Mika Fitzpatrick, despite missing a lot of time, fourth on the team in total tackles. Third on the team in total tackles. I do like what Golden brings to the table, as well as Nick Herbig. Marcus Golden on the season played all 16 games. He has four sacks. Nick Herbig, you saw the strip sack that he had. He had a sack against Seattle, the fumble, forced fumble, fumble recovery. Herbig, two forced fumbles on the season, three sacks. Can he and Golden get the job done on the outside? Can they apply enough pressure on Josh Allen? Can they pinch in on the running game? Or is this a game where it's going to be so run-heavy and so run-focused where we just don't see as much passing as maybe the Buffalo Bills really want to utilize with Josh Allen and knowing how good that Josh Allen is and the entire Buffalo Bills offense is. So that's another thing at play here and something that is going to be just so worthy of keeping an eye on. It's difficult to just keep harping on the weather, but it's going to play a major factor in this if the conditions are what many people are projecting them and expecting them to be. Do you think the Steelers can win it? I feel cautiously optimistic, but I don't think they're going to pull it out. I just think Buffalo's won the better team. Two, they have the better quarterback. And three, for Buffalo, Sean McDermott loses this game. His seat is burning like Rudolph's nose. It is glowing red. And Mason Rudolph might be the one to provide it. It very well could happen. But Sean McDermott and his college buddy, Mike Tomlin, who met up earlier in the preseason in that game against Buffalo in the preseason, it was early on, you know, one of the drives, a couple of drives. Steelers offense looked very productive, very good as a part of the 5-for-5 in the preseason. Five drives, five touchdowns, first-team offense. And we really haven't seen any sustainable offensive performance like they did in those five drives until Mason Rudolph took over. So maybe, yes, Mason Rudolph can get it done. Maybe Mason Rudolph can lead this team to the promised land of a potential playoff win. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Just because of, one, how good the Steelers' defense is, getting some guys back. Welcome back, Minka. Welcome back, Demonte KZ. Remember when he decided to appeal his suspension and they ended up saying, yeah, you can play in the playoffs. I think it was pretty much the NFL saying, we don't think the Steelers are going to be in the playoffs, but uh, KZ, sure. Why not? In case that the Steelers make it, sure. You can play in the playoffs. Okay. They're in. 
They got a shot, but I do think Buffalo wins it by a field goal. I'll give my prediction on the official score, and maybe I'll flip-flop around because I think everybody's going to flip-flop around on if they think the Steelers are going to win or if they don't, but my gut is telling me that they won't, but my gut also told me that they wouldn't get the help necessary, even though I did pick that they would get into the playoffs because I thought Tennessee, very motivated, would beat Jacksonville, and that was the only thing that could have happened because you know Buffalo wasn't going to lose to Miami. It was close, but... I almost did. They didn't. Now it's an opportunity for the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, to win a playoff game. 2016 is the last time that this team has had any relative success in the playoffs. Maybe the time is now. Austin Bechtel with you on the Fan Early Morning Show. Here we go. Fan Morning Show coming up next. Pre-show is next right here on the Fan on a Football Friday.